0: He can't win! <laughs> he is praying that Will Smith wins, like, please, Lord! Jada, I love you, G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one, okay. I'm out here, uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wow, wow,
0: Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep the- my wife's name out your fing mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? So <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. My name is Doug Downs. My guest this week is Allie Opiu, joining us from Washington, D.C. Hi, Allie. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Ali, I know much of your background has involved media relations. You know, have your own firm, Dynamic Public Relations. And you've worked with NFL players, high-level CEOs, heart surgeons, folks with a, a lot of stuff on the line all the time. Reputations are important. You have a BA in broadcast journalism from Howard University in D.C. and an associate's degree in communication and media arts. Okay, Ali, as you and I speak, this incident is still, this crisis is still pretty fresh. It happened really just a couple of days ago for, from here at the Oscars. For a lot of listeners, this will have been a week ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago. And, and for some, the listener might, this incident might be months old by now, but but the issue is still the same. So I want to approach, approach this from the Will Smith side of things really not a lot of people arguing that he didn't do something wrong. Some are saying Chris Rock, maybe that was an offensive joke. I'm not here to argue that at all, but I want to pretend that you and I are the PR firm working for Will Smith. Um, Okay. An act of violence, possibly extremely damaging to his reputation. What now?
1: Well, here's the thing. Um, People definitely would not look at him the same. And, It's it's disheartening because he's such a talented actor, but damage control is needed to be done immediately. Um, It should have been done yesterday, so to speak. So he definitely has some work to do to repair his image.
0: And as you and I speak, he, he's given, of course, he spoke moments after winning the Oscar uh, for Best Actor, which was maybe a blessing and a curse. He has access to a worldwide audience to make his first comments. It may have come too soon. He has now given a formal apology um, specifically to Chris Rock. Where does he need to go from here? Um, the formal apology is, is uh, we kind of expect it, right? Well, here's
1: the thing. What I have a problem with is the sequence in which he apologized, right? When he gave his speech, that would have been the ideal time before he addressed anything to apologize to Chris Rock. In his speech, he failed to acknowledge and apologize to Chris Rock. He then launched, posted um, an apology to Chris Rock via social media. That's very impersonal. Yeah, and And to me, I just that's just that's just completely unacceptable. and if I was his publicist, I would have whispered in his ear that night that when you accept your uh, your award, it would be a great idea to get ahead of the narrative, right for you to apologize to Chris Rock and accept responsibility for what you did. And I don't know if his publicist did that. Uh, people always have to understand that our our clients are adults. And they're going to do what they're going to do. So no matter how you advise them, ultimately the decision to take action is theirs. So I'm not saying she didn't say that. She could have very well told him to do that. But he took it upon himself to not listen to the counsel of his publicist and say what he wanted to say and do what he wanted to do. So that's where public relations and having PR teams, it's kind of a catch-22 because if something goes wrong, by default, were blamed for it, uh, and so I don't think that's fair. So, again, we don't know how his publicist advised him, but if he was my client, um, I would have asked him, was he okay? And then I would have gone into attack mode, uh, damage control mode, if you will.
0: Yeah, to try, to try to capture at least some of the narrative here. Exactly. So this brings up a good question. You've worked with NFL players. I share your experience, and then I've worked with very high-level executives, and at that point, we're dealing with powerful individuals uh, who got there in part because they are powerful personalities. Yes. It's not a question of should the PR person take them aside and and have that uh, uh, come-to-salvation talk. I know they should. Mm -hmm. The question is... How do you do it? And it's going to be different, I suppose, for every client. It's personality dependent.
1: Definitely. There's no cookie-cutter way to approach PR as you're dealing with clients. Every client is different. Every client's needs are different. Your approach with every client, you're going to tailor it accordingly. Uh, The NFL player that you mentioned, he he came to me. His lawyer actually came to me and said, Hey, I have a client who um, is facing an indictment. And he would like his his narrative shared, and he hadn't he hadn't gotten a chance to do that. Uh, so I went in crisis PR mode, and I got him several interviews that showed his side of the story, which he had ne- he was never able to disseminate. And, and after I got him about three or four interviews um, right after he was convicted, and and those interviews really helped uh, the public's opinion of him and his ordeal. I also brought on the social media team that I partnered with, uh, and they created content for his social media platforms, again, to help shape uh, that narrative of that client and present them in a different light that had not been seen before.
0: Yeah, and it's so important uh, because people, left to their own devices, will start speculating all kinds of things. Exactly. Things I've read about Will Smith now, people... speculating that he must be violent at home, Right. comedians saying, hey, this could trigger people at shows thinking it's okay to go up on stage and slap the comedian. There was one take, um, comedian Tiffany Haddish, she's a, she's a family friend of the Smiths. I know mm-hmm. she's worked with, with Jada Pinkett Smith on a show previously. Quote, this is her quote, when I saw a black man stand up for his wife, that meant so much to me. Did she potentially damage her own reputation there? Or, or can we see that she's trying to speak from a good place?
1: Well, well, quite frankly, Tiffany Haddish's comments, they're disheartening to me. OK, I don't care what your race is. What Will Smith did is deplorable and should not be excused as chivalry. OK, but to answer your question, it's incredibly important because the time that the incident occurred, the clock started ticking. And every minute that that incident was not addressed makes it look worse. And and it could lead to possible long-term effects, aka a damaged reputation.
0: Let's talk about the tools. Will Smith has used social media. Okay. Um, What are some of the other tools to get your, to start influencing the narrative out there? What else should he have done?
1: Well, here's the thing. I've been a publicist since 2007. So I'm a little old school in the sense of utilizing press and media contacts to create opportunities for my clients to redeem themselves, right? I feel social media is an amateur way to do so. Although it's fast, it's, in my opinion, it's amateur. So what I would have recommended if I was, you know, his publicist would be to have an open dialogue with him, Jada, and see if Chris's team would be um, willing or interested for the three of them to have an open dialogue, okay? And that dialogue wouldn't consist of you did this, you did that, no, it would be, the highlight of that dialogue would be communication or their lack of between men, whether you be black, white, whatever your race is. This isn't, for me, I I wanna get away from, I, I, I want this conversation to really get away from the narrative of it being a black or white thing. What Will Smith did was wrong. Whether he would have been white or whatever, it doesn't matter, and 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 that for me, I would create that as the nucleus of conversation.
0: I like that idea of, of getting together with Rock's team. I mean, Rock chose not to press charges. That that mm-hmm. I don't want to read too much into that, but, but
1: that's that's commendable.
0: Yeah, that maybe tells me something, right? <laughs> like you really want to stay away from the racial undertones to this incident but I can't get away from this is an African-American man striking another African-American man and as a white man um, it really pisses me off to tell you the truth.
1: I think in terms of the Black Lives Matter movement I think we've forgotten or (laughs) I think we have veered away from the fact that Black Lives Matter should matter to us within the black community as well okay so we can't expect and i'm just being very transparent we can't expect others to value our lives our well being if we're demonstrating in cases like this that we don't even care about ourselves and that's and i'm doing i may get some flack for this but i have to keep it 100 i have to keep it 100 because our caucasian asian etc counterparts who are looking at this, I'm sure they feel just as uncomfortable as you do. So there's a lot of work that needs to be done.
0: What does Smith do now within the Hollywood community? Because that really is a type of fraternity slash sorority. Uh, that that you're either in the in crowd, and boy, he was at least in the in crowd, and I suspect. Yes,
1: he, definitely. Yes. He kind definitely. of still
0: might be, but what does he do now in Hollywood circles? Does he go have coffees? Does he chat with people one to one? How does he build this back up?
1: Well, here's the thing: I think Will Smith should just lie low, um, just really keep out of the media if he can, and just really lie low and just begin to rebuild his reputation. Because I think now, even from a professional standpoint, I think people may be scared or apprehensive, if you will, to work with him. Because they don't know what's going to trigger his behavior. Will Smith is 6'3", over 200 pounds. I mean, he's a tall guy. And he has yes, an intimidating... Yeah. Right. He has an intimidating presence. And so, I don't care what your race or your nationality is. If you pose a threat to people in a work environment... People are going to question whether it's worth working with you again. And I think people are having those conversations right now because of that incident. So to answer your question, I think you should just lay low right now. Lay low and be receptive to um, positive and negative feedback that he's going to receive. He has to expect that. What he did, in a sense, traumatized a, a, a lot of people traumatized a lot of people because people have never seen Will Smith as a violent entity. So to do something as shocking as to slap someone on stage, it'll, it'll be ingrained in people's minds forever. So he shouldn't do much of anything right now, just lie low.
0: Yeah, and and so I'll, I'll just sort of say how I feel. Uh, point blank, Will Smith has been my favorite actor until Oscar mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm. I, there's no right? one I'd rather see in a movie just top top drawer he can do comedy he can do drama he can do sad um so to 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 see that fall from grace i mean superman met their kryptonite that night for just for me personally and a lot of people are going to have different feelings going down going down different realms um so i like that idea of, of laying low because maybe it gives people the populace a chance to begin to appreciate on our own over time exactly that maybe there are some personal even mental health issues because we all have that
1: he has to address
0: and and i know it's it's sad that i know a bit of his history of his marriage with jada pinkett smith i've never met will smith he doesn't know anything about my marriage but because he's a celebrity (laughs) i somehow know right right that's not fair but they right. have been through a lot publicly in their marriage and maybe something kind of snapped. So maybe that passage of time gives me a chance to kind of build a little bit of empathy without totally forgiving, but time does tend to heal a lot of wounds.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think that's a, uh, an accurate assessment of what Will Smith um, needs to do, how he's perceived publicly. I think that... <sighs> It's it's just one of those things where it's really going to be hard for people may be able to forgive him, but to forget that visual of him walking up to the stage and smacking Chris Rock. I mean, that's just, it's jarring. Yeah. And I, I just, he just needs to lay low. Uh, I think, I think less is more, but I think it definitely needs to be addressed one time. I think the red table, the, the red table would be appropriate um and a conversation needs to be had. I think he owes, if anything, he owes Chris Rock that. He owes Chris Rock that dialogue. Oh yeah. Okay. Um and as far as his personal life and things that we know, it's his family, they've chosen to allow us to know. They have been very public and that's when you when you when you when you disclose personal information publicly you leave yourself vulnerable to being the butt of the joke indefinitely. I mean, people are still referring to the new vocabulary word, entanglement. When you hear Will and jada, entanglement is the third word that, 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 that comes along. So it's just, it's just unfortunate that he, was, he and his family were being vulnerable. And it's coming back to bite them in the butt now. And so for him, he's human. It probably just came to a head. I don't know. I think everyone's trying to rationalize what he did
0: and why he did it and let's let's not forget that there's other hollywood celebrities that have that have uh, fallen from grace mel gibson i you know to be i still won't really see a mel gibson movie if i can help it uh liam neeson is another one that that really set me off but then there are so like cele- tom cruise is an example of a celebrity who has had some crazy moments and yet seems to be able to make a comeback and mm-hmm. We as uh, as human beings, man, we love a comeback. There is—I hate to use this because it's so tried and true—but yes. there is opportunity in every crisis. Oh, definitely. When yes. roughly might opportunity might be the right time for Will Smith? Do you think? When do you think that is?
1: Uh it, it's it's just a matter of time. I, I I think the better question to ask is what strategies will his team possibly use to—I hate to say it—capitalize on this very unfortunate incident. Uh, I know that for Chris Rock, he's currently on tour with um, Kevin Hart and ticket sales have gone through the roof and have increased in value within the last 72 hours because of this. Mm-hmm. So he may, I think it would be very tacky, but he may use this as an opportunity to, to, to capitalize on it. I hope not, but this is America. <laughs> you know. We, we tend to, to, to capitalize on tragedy. Um, our tragedy or someone else's tragedy so i think um there's no length that for me i I can't predict the length of time it will take i just think he has to let it run its course and understand that what he did traumatized a lot of people um and he just has to take it one day at a time
0: and just going back to that 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 immediate, uh, after the immediate effects question about controlling the narrative and getting out there and social media, I agree with you, social media is uh, probably a tacky way to issue an apology. It is a powerful tool,
1: yes. especially in crisis.
0: Uh-huh. So ugly question, given how important the narrative is to influencing how people respond, we, we we do not, we are semi-controlled by the narrative that we sense around us. We're influenced by other people. Are there agents who take to Twitter in particular to quickly try to control or distract the narrative for clients or the political parties who are hiring them?
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, p- p- you, you have entities who have whole social media teams and, 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 and strategies in place uh, in order to control the narrative because, because before it spins out of control. Uh, Again, I think, I think it just disappoints me that public relations has gotten to that point to where social media is utilized in that way. Um, It disappoints me. I'm, again, I'm old school, so I'm all about reaching out to my contacts, sitting down with my, my media contacts to explain my client's side of the story, Right. And then have them interview them and engage them in conversation slash an interview. That's I'm from that school of thought, that school of of, of PR. Um, but again, with social media, it, it's pretty much diminished uh, that aspect of, of public relations, and that's unfortunate.
0: It's like cheapen the conversation, kind of. Exactly. Last question. Tell me a little bit about dynamic public relations and what you do and and where you provide the services out of. Is it all out of D.C.?
1: Yeah, well, here's the thing. I'm based in the Washington, Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, but we provide services for people um, nationwide. Uh, Pretty much people hire us to help them highlight their profiles, whether it be public relations services to promote their events, crisis PR services to clean up a client's image. Social media management, strategic interviews, community partnership opportunities, branding, marketing, logistics coordinator. I mean, I can go on and on. Press release and media advisory composition. Uh, You know, we wear many hats and we feel we wear them very well.
0: Perfect. Thank you for your time today, Ali. Thank you for having me. If you'd like to send a message to my guest, Ali Opio, you can reach her through her website, and that is in the show notes for this episode. Stories and Strategies is a co-production of JGR Communications and podcasts that pop. We're hoping you might leave a rating for this podcast on either Apple or Spotify, and please take the time to leave a review that really influences the algorithm. You can connect with us on Twitter. It's at comms underscore podcast we're also on instagram and you know more than anything else if you like this episode would you do us a favor tell just one friend thanks for listening